There's something I've been having trouble sitting and discussing, and the more trouble sitting and discussing I do, the more I realize I'm not the only one who... I'm not the only one who must have trouble sitting, too. The more scrolling and less doing I've done, I've noticed that in a flurry of most talked abouts, this is a topic that many people seem to tiptoe around. When thinking about a job, you know, the job you do, how much does it actually fulfill you? Well, that's why they call it work. No. Where did this notion come from? I understand it's a surface quote coping mechanism, but seriously, where did this thinking come from? There's a lot of things I'm going to be discussing in regards to work, life, and the fluidity between the two, but I want to make a point of saying this is not about American culture. This is about the overarching notion of the work-life balance, and how skewed we are as a society with so many opinions, yet so little diverse backstory. Back in February of this year, 2022, I had a midday unfolding. I was laying in my bed in the sun, naked, because <laughs> that seems to be the answer to everything, having a midday unfolding about how easy it is to say it's just temporary. It's just a job. This is not your whole life. Be grateful for what you have. The people are nice. Just remain persistent. But I come to the frustrating counter-argument that no, this is not just a job. This is... Out of seven constructed days, five days, 40 hours, 2,400 minutes, and 144,000 seconds, I'm putting my life on hold for something that's not fulfilling me, nor am I learning from, in the slightest. Okay, so just find another job, yeah? No. I mean, yes, but no. It's not that easy, at least not for me. I thought I had this topic figured out in a presentable manner when I blabbed to my camera in early May about the notion of purpose, comfort, and fulfillment, but I've had a lot more thoughts since then, and I feel the need to recount them from the start. My start, and from what I assume many start, of the 2020 pandemic X picking up the pieces spiral. X is a letter people, usually office work peoples, put between two topics that are collaborating, by the way. Growing up, I never had specific goals or milestones in mind. Dreams, of course, but milestones, not so much. Graduating high school, going to college, graduating college, having a career, getting married, having a family, you know what comes next. I never had concretes in mind. Sure, I'd probably partake in some, but hadn't put much thought to the hows, whats, whens, and whys. These thoughts only came to mind when I got in touch with something that made me feel a little more alive. Purposeful, even. Without getting too deep into the crux of my college experience, just know that I wasn't going to go to college if it was not the school that I went to, that allowed for various creative career paths no matter what I ended up wanting to hone in on. Without getting too deep into the crux of my in-touch moment, it was something I didn't even realize was a thing, and once I discovered that this thing was, in fact, a thing, I realized I could use it as a basis to explore and create all the shit that goes on in my mind. I realized that I could use it as a tool to educate and inspire those around me, that I can make a difference, even if just a small one, through ideas. Without getting too deep into the crux of what I do, in short, I'm a designer and artist who enjoys thinking and researching, and exploring various mediums for those ideas to take shape in.
My opportunistic and curious demeanor allowed for experiences I'd never change that have influenced the person I am today. I graduated college in May of 2020. Even just saying May of 2020 feels weird. It feels weird because it feels like it didn't happen. Some may even say it was the lost year. Despite the turmoil and confusion surrounding all of us at the time, so many wonderful things came into my life. I spent more time with family and friends, met my lovely boyfriend, tried different jobs, experimented with some hobbies, formed a new relationship with my hometown, and took it easy. I tried to remind myself to have patience with everything I did, individually and collaboratively. That being said, trying to find a full-time job after graduating was just a fucking mess. <laughs> I kept freelancing individually and even tried out a studio approach with a dear friend of mine for a little while. In a job market that was next to null, we got tired of feeling stuck and sorry for ourselves, so in the fall of 2020, we decided to do something about it. Named after our college graphic design homeroom, D517, we nestled our collaborative efforts under the name Studio D517. During a time everyone felt completely shut down by, we banded together to keep at our craft and worked with people who were also passionate about bringing their ideas to life. Both working part-time jobs at the time, me at a cafe and her at a thrift store, we still had fun, learned a lot, and in true business-like fashion, navigated some bullshit along the way. Being the person that I am and living the life I lead, I was starting to realize that the pandemic was really doing a number on me. More than I thought, honestly. With everything that was going on around us and our individual needs changing, the studio didn't work out the way we hoped it would, and that's okay, because we wouldn't change it. Mid-2021, there was a time where I thought I forgot how to think. Kind of an oxymoron, but I did, and it hurt me. A lot. I tried to push through it, and enjoyed when I had the impromptu motivation to do so, but those times were few and far between. A writer at heart, my relationship with that also felt unnatural. It went from being something I did every day, for years, to something that was starting to feel manufactured, in a way. I thought it was because I was changing, which I was, but I think a majority of it was just pure exhaustion and unprocessed grief. Towards the end of 2021, I felt like I was getting back on my feet a little, but was starting to feel relatively hopeless on the full-time job front. Sure. In an even more competitive market, there were thankfully some opportunities finally popping up, but trying to find a job that wasn't completely mind-numbing and just outright selling my soul was hard. I thought, yes, I have bills to pay, but is getting a job that I don't like, just for the sake of having a salary, worth the expense of my sanity? At random, I was offered a full-time position with the company I was freelancing with. I saw some potential growth in the work I was doing, thought the people were nice, and seeing as other opportunities were still slim, and the current pros outweighed the cons, I took it. Q2022, I had a newfound perspective in regards to personal and professional matters, and was sanguine about it. Sanguine. Another word for being confidently optimistic. Sanguine was my second podcast episode of 2022, and lightly touched upon what I've chosen to discuss more in depth today. 
A con to my sanguine episode was that I was lazy in describing the prior two years that had got me to that point. In my eyes, I failed to be upfront about what was inspiring me to feel sanguine and what further unfolded because of that. There's something I've been having trouble sitting and discussing, and the more trouble sitting and discussing I do, the more I realize I'm not the only one who... I'm not the only one who must have trouble sitting, too. The more scrolling and less doing I've done, I've noticed that in a flurry of most talked abouts, this is a topic that many people seem to tiptoe around. When thinking about a job, you know, the job you do, how much does it actually fulfill you? Well, that's why they call it work. No. Where did this notion come from? I understand it's a surface quote coping mechanism, but seriously, where did this thinking come from? There's a lot of things I'm going to be discussing in regards to work, life, and the fluidity between the two, but I want to make a point of saying this is not about American culture. This is about the overarching notion of the work-life balance, and how skewed we are as a society with so many opinions, yet so little diverse backstory. In February of this year, 2022, I had a midday unfolding. I was laying on my bed in the sun, naked because that seems to be the answer to everything, having a midday unfolding about how easy it is to say it's just temporary, how easy it is to say it's just a job, how easy it is to say this is not your whole life and to be grateful for what you have, that people are nice and to just remain persistent. But I come to the frustrating counter-argument that no, this is not just a job. This is, out of seven constructed days, five days, 40 hours, 2,400 minutes, and 144,000 seconds, I'm putting my life on hold for something that's not fulfilling me, nor am I learning from, in the slightest. Okay, so, just find another job. Yeah? No. I mean, yes, but no. It hasn't been that easy. At least not for me. I thought I had this topic figured out in a presentable manner when I blabbed to my camera in early May about the notion of purpose, comfort, and fulfillment. But I've had a lot more thoughts since then, and I've finally taken the time to say when. After about a month of being full-time, I learned that our company was shifting into something I didn't really identify with. Despite this, I stayed positive and figured that, even if I wasn't keen about what we were doing, that I'd learn something new. Aside from nice coworkers and being happy for those who expressed that they enjoyed their job, there was no denying that my current role was not right for me and that I needed to make a change. I started listing my wants and needs down more specifically and embarked on my next job hunt journey. Since February, honestly kind of since March, if I'm thinking about it, I've been struggling a lot with the notion of a job just being a job and how my job hunt journey has been the most ridiculous of ridiculous, you can't make this shit up to ridiculous that I've been trying not to feel utterly defeated by after my first post-grad search in 2020. I love what I do. I love exploring my personal projects, enjoy freelancing, and am generally an extremely self-motivated person to begin with. But the last two years of Spirals was catching up to me, and this process of wanting better for myself while staying in an unwanted situation I have to be in five out of seven days of the week, wasn't helping. Throughout several interviews at places I saw better opportunity in, there was one that stopped me in my tracks. 
I thought I had an idea of what I was looking for, but this connection made me further realize the importance of my wants and my potential to not settle for anything less. Before you ask, no, things did not line up with said place that made me stop in my tracks. Internal things came up and I wasn't able to be hired at the time. In a few months they said, but yeah, I know. <laughs> Moving on. I get that nothing in our lives will ever be perfect. This is something that I've talked about many times, but truly, life is not meant to be that way. I don't even know what my idea of perfect is because honestly, even if and when I do feel something is perfect, I'm sure I'll have a qualm with it at some point because I'm human and the grass always seems to be greener on the other side until we get to it. What I'm saying here is that we, individually, need to stop subjecting ourselves to things in our lives that make us feel like shit. There, <laughs> I said it. It's easier said than done, I know, but in regards to jobs, that thing you do to make money and provide in whatever way that means for you, I don't believe it should just be a job. I'm not blind to the fact that unfortunately, for a multitude of reasons, many people don't have another option. But for those of you who do, and you know who you are, what's stopping you? I don't care what it is, but if you're not growing, learning, connecting, or participating in something that's providing you some iota of fulfillment during those 144,000 seconds of time, you're doing yourself and the people around you a disservice. Maybe, because of who I am, it's not easy for me to continually turn a blind eye to how I'm utilizing my time. And that's okay, because that's me. And maybe, for some people, it doesn't matter. And they don't mind doing what they have to do for money's sake and going about their life in that way, even if they're mostly unsatisfied with it. I respect it, and at times, I've envied it. But that's not who I am, and I love who I am. I've been doing myself a disservice by letting myself get bogged down by what I can't control, and it was only until the 18th of June when I finally said I'm tired of feeling stuck. So, so tired. I've been to this stuck place several times before and I've gotten myself out of it. The last time was 2019. I did it then, different scenario than a pandemic happened, but I did it then and I'm doing it again. Even though this predominant change is taking longer than I wish and some days feel more draining than others, I'm doing the best that I can to keep shaping my time to my benefit, even in the midst of a world we can all get pretty burnt out by. The process is not over for me, but by coming to terms with where I was, where I am, and where I'd like to be, despite it taking a toll on me, I'm stronger because of it. I've been learning a lot, and after almost three years, I'm finally doing my thing again. After I knew I wanted to share this part of myself with you guys, it took me some time to allow myself to just say what I wanted to say because... This has been a pretty big component of my life as of late. I really can't fathom how good it feels to be in touch with my sensitivities again and just the flux of it all. I missed it so much. Generally, I was well, but now I'm feeling a lot better. Not that you guys need to know everything, but I didn't know how to begin until I allowed myself to, and all I can really say is I hope my journey resonates with one of you. Oh, and disclaimer, if anyone from my current job is listening, hey, <laughs>
Y'all know I get my work done and done well, so please don't come at me. It's not you, it's me, as they say. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I hope you've all been doing well. This feeling like myself again thing includes some changes to the podcast. If you've been listening to any of my podcasts, uh, you know that this is uh, nothing new. <laughs> but um, I'm looking forward to continuing with you guys soon. Questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to DM me at emilypkelly on Instagram or email me at somethingelse.idiom at gmail.com. What does being in touch mean to you? <laughs>